A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Set back by Madison for Saul! Spurs silence the place! And Madison can drive... Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast and it's interview time once again and I've got an old cohort with me, one of my old presenters from the original Spurred On days for any of you who remember back to 2015, 16, 17. Uh, it's Reese James. Reese, how are you? Good, thank you. Of course they remember. Come on. Do they? Of course they do. It's the I, People still mention it to me at Spurs. Yeah, yeah, that happens a little bit. But I think with you, it'll be more because since uh, Spurred On, you've gone on to become super famous, uh, Mock the Week and everything else, guys. So tell us what you've been up to. That's right. I've become the most famous person in the world. So it's very <laughs> hard not to just be like, oh, my God. And I remember the Spurred On days now that you're from ho- now I'm Hollywood. Uh, I've not been up to anything, mate. OK, I went to the football last night and that's it. Okay, <laughs> I've done I've done nothing. The- the saddest thing you I mean, can think the saddest thing I can think of is back in the spurred on days I was able to pay you and for this I can't. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's the first time hearing of that, but um that's a shame. Yeah, you don't have that sweet free mantle cash flowing that's in. That's right. Should say for anybody we used to get asked a lot of questions like what happened to spurred on or mm. how does spurred on exist and we were funded by Fremantle Media the 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 behemoth that uh makes the X factor and neighbors. Uh, and other things and then sure. they ruthlessly pulled funding one day and got rid of us even though they felt we made the best content it was a sad day just after we lost one nil at home to Leverkusen I went back and saw the other day oh what that was the last ever video the last ever video was at Wembley we lost one nil at home to uh, Leverkusen and then we just like the next day it stopped oh my god bleak <laughs> although there's look there's some certainly been some years recently where I think it was better it was probably bad for money that Spurred On didn't exist because, you know, any kind of negativity always drives clicks. True. But it was certainly good for us that I didn't have to be going and talking about Conte every week. Exactly. My mind. Exactly. And I'm getting accused of this. I'm actually getting accused of bringing back this brand and the podcast because Spurs are doing well. And I say, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Because Angie's well, yeah, it. that's the only reason. 
So, but yeah, but you, your counterpoint could be, yes, it's very fun to talk about it while we're doing well, but it doesn't get nearly the traffic that it would if we were doing badly uh, and you were freaking out. Are you as excited and eating your own arm as I am about it? It's great fun. They're, like, just the way we're playing is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that's part of it. I mean, I think, look, I can think back to the great start that Nuno had as Spurs manager and I wasn't buzzing. No. Because we were scraping those one nils. And sure, you'd be like, oh, they're mature performances. Because one of them was against Man City, for example. I'm always taking a one nil against City. But even when we, you know, we beat Sheffield United narrowly with absolute limbs in the 97th and 99th minute. And we beat Luton one nil away. Like you, on paper, you could easily say the same level, the same thing here. But we all saw the performances. It's a very different feeling. Very attacking, very exciting. The way we're playing out from the back is absolutely obscene. There was a bit at the end of the first half yesterday where I was like, oh, I think we're Real Madrid. I think we are Real Madrid now. <laughs> it was when Saar got in a bit of trouble and then was just right on our touchline, just passing out and then immediately calling back for it. And then suddenly we just like managed to worm our way out with just yeah. one touch passing. And it was just a thing to behold. Second half starts and then we're pretty sloppy, actually, for the first 10 minutes of the second half and the last 10 so immediately it was like, Reese, learn your lesson as a Spurs fan. Don't be going around saying we're Real Madrid. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was your fault. You jinxed it. It was my fault. It was absolutely my fault. And that's sort of how I feel long term about the season is, you know, I don't accept that we're in any kind of title race until April. But, yeah. um, you know, because we, we've been here before, I've seen it all before with Spurs. But I've, we've got to enjoy this while we can, I'd say. Absolutely. Are you willing to um, discuss whether this style of play is uh, akin to or maybe even better than under Poch? It, it, it feels a bit reminiscent. I don't know that I'm going to yet say that it's better. It feels pretty reminiscent of the, you know, but we were talking last night, me and my brother and uh, my mate, Jamie, who I go to the game with yeah. at halftime of who we need to bolster. And I think it's pretty obvious. Everyone kind of agrees. Like we could do with another centre-back. Um, if James Madison gets injured, we're absolutely screwed. Yeah. And arguably we need a striker. Uh those are probably the minimums. I mean then then look at like what happens if your doggy gets injured. He does yeah. so much more than he gets credit for. But anyway. Uh, yeah, no, that's totally true. Actually, when he went off quite early in the second half yesterday, you really notice the difference in how he takes he takes the ball under any pressure midfield on either side. And he is he's it's like he can play any position. He's unbelievably yeah. impressive. And he's the off often the one doing the highest press. Often you're like, that's our left back. What's happening? But he also, the amount of interceptions he does that just spark off a big attack with that leads to a big chance. But one of the things I was like, the player we I, I really want us to get is sort of 2016 Deli Alley. In this team, I want, I mean, I want Deli Alley to return to former glory anyway. I know it's so sad. I, I rewatched the leaving video the other day. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's devastating. Once I was seven years old. He's actually the God. only one. He's actually the only one who got a proper leaving video from Spurs. Hmm. Like, there, was there not Harry Kane? There must have been a Harry. I guess there was, but it didn't feel as emotive. Like the Delhi one was a genuine tearjerker. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of horrible. Yeah. But it was a, like amazing memories. It was just so sad what's going on. I guess because the circumstances under which he left were very different to anyone else. Mm. Sort of forcing out a move a little bit more. Whereas Delhi, it was just like, look, we've got this hat. This is untenable now. Yeah. But yeah, I think we could do, we'd, I'd love a player like that making runs like he used to make in this team. God, I mean, like I what an the, option to have that would be. I think the ex one of the exciting things now is I think the signings that we're making or that we've made since Ange came in, it really feels to me like he is um, only accepting players from, I guess, the 
recruitment slash data team who he knows has the attributes to play in the roles that he needs and to the style that he yeah. plays. So if there, I do feel like if there is a young player around at MK Dons or some equivalent available for 5 million who has the attributes that Andrew wants, if that it doesn't matter what age they are, he will get them in. And I do feel we'll get more exciting players in and more. And I think for the first time in five years, good players will want to come to us again because they see how good he is at coaching. Um, mm. So, I mean, even even not just because we're top of the league and may go five points clear top of the league on Friday. Um, I think there are a lot of exciting things that Ange is bringing back to the club that that are reminiscent of the Pot era for sure. Yeah, and if you look at even if you just look at the way James Madison has embraced the badge in that, like he's sort of feels like and it's proper coys is the phrase, isn't it? But it feels yeah. like he's so Spurs immediately. He said, was it last night or a couple of nights ago that he was talking about just how Spurs are just a much bigger club than Leicester, and it's sort of like obviously that's true, but is it? It's not really PR, is it? It's not really media trained football chat. That's it's a what's bit disrespectful. about him. Yeah, it's outstandingly disrespectful, and I'm here for it. I think is. The but phrase. he's just. He, but he's. That's how Spurs he is immediately. And you think there's no way if we get Madison under Conte that he's this Spurs straight away. The mm. culture has completely changed. Of a sort of like this is a great team to be part of. All of a sudden, it's not totally. just let's be. I'll be a good individual player. Get in the England squad. It's none of that. It's like as a group again, which is what we had under Poch and haven't had since. Yeah, and I think Madison is a bit of an outlier because I think. He had the opportunity to go for, to Newcastle and he could have got more money at Newcastle and he'd be at the Champions League at Newcastle. Mm. And and then there were also rumours that Man City are interested. And I think he looked at it all and he was like, where will I go? Where can I go where I will be absolutely the main man? And he's yeah. like, he looks at Spurs, he's like, oh, they haven't got anyone creative in the whole squad. I can go there. I can get a box. I can get someone to paint it. Have you seen that? That's so mad that he's got someone... To, I haven't seen that. Oh, right. There's a video where he's got his own private box at the ground and he got this artist he likes to graffiti all over the walls. It's just huge pictures of himself and his kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well, Madison. He loves to be the main man at a roast dinner. So, of course, he's got a graffiti box. That's it. He's like the... he uh, Actually, yeah. And like you said, like just reminiscent of Delhi back in the day. They, they There's a definite team work and team unity about them and they will they will like yeah just like having a laugh with each other it's very it's very weird to me to watch it all after the last few years where I have to admit like I kind of when Mourinho came I was like maybe we do need Mourinho and when Conte came I was like maybe we do need Conte and last year was so bad that it's just a joy to have this now because I didn't even turn up last year yeah, I was getting a bit disillusioned with it. I mean, like I've had to miss loads of games because of tour shows, uh, but it was like often I would miss a run of games and it would just be like, well, what a load of great games to miss and get your money back on the ticket and all that sort of stuff. Whereas this season, I had to miss the Liverpool game, for example. I was there. That was and it was, one. yeah, a little bit gutting that actually. Um, I'd only been, until last night, I'd only been to Sheffield United. And so I missed the Liverpool one and I watched it on an iPad backstage and the the final whistle was about one second before the show started. So I went on in an absolutely insane energy. Did you, you, did, got, you have, did you so, have to do the comedian thing of I have to mention why I'm so buzzing at this point? No, I didn't. I because I just thought I was in Shrewsbury. I thought they could they don't give a shit. But I was like the tent I was so amped. It's like I just watched Uncut Gems. I was just <laughs> so tense and amped and just being like, oh God. And then you I mean it was fine. The show was fine, but it did suffer. <laughs> oh, the show so I thought it was gonna be like the best that Shrewsbury might ever see you. <laughs> oh, definitely the most energetic performance they've ever seen from anyone, but I they didn't really match that energy. Right. Right. And so you said you're un you're unwilling to say that we could be in a title challenge, but so put your realistic takes head on. What what is possible? 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Given what the sort of predictions were like from everyone at the start of the season, I think top four would be absolutely sensational still. Yeah. I think it will, I, I genuinely think already top four will look like a bit of a damp squib because we, for some reason, after nine games, everyone's going, oh my God, Spurs, they're, they're in a title race. They're the best team in the league right now. And you go, yeah, right now it's nine games. Long old season, one or two injuries and we're absolutely screwed. But I think top four, I mean, like no one had us near. People were saying we were going to, come 10th some some people saying bottom half a couple of people saying relegation battle without harry kane and this new manager no one really knows anything about mm. so i think that i mean i'm pretty happy with just the, the ride so far that was the main thing about conte is it didn't even matter like when we came, when we came fourth it was exciting at the end but it didn't even really matter that much because there were no good moments during the game there's like hardly any times where you even stand up and go oh because you've had a good chance you just sort of like even when we scored it would be like yeah yeah, it was like that. It's just so boring. And then this is a bit more like, like there was a period in the game against Fulham where it was like, oh, we're fully trying to score the best goal of all time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, too much. There was two twice where it was like, shoot, oh my god, shoot, because we were. It's like we're trying to score that Wilsh Jack Wilshire goal. Sorry yeah. to bring him up on this podcast, <laughs> but to score that goal from years ago, that amazing Arsenal goal, and. Look, we don't need to do that. But also, it's like so many chances that Harry Kane would have shot about 10 passes earlier and just probably scored. I think Harry Kane would have scored 60 goals, all comps this season. But actually, yeah. no way, because we're, we're not in Europe, so wait, maybe 40. But I think he will score 60 goals, all comps for um, Bayern Munich. And I think that, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he will. I mean, it's worth, probably worth me asking, how do you feel now about Harry Kane? I, I, I have to admit, I put notifications on my live score for Bayern games now. I'm still fully invested in him. I, do you know what? I did at first. I watched a couple of Bayern games at first and I was really invested and I really cared and I still thought I'm going to care about defending his name for England to all the sort of fairweather fans who don't really understand football who seem to think that he's a penalty or tap-in merchant when he is the most well-rounded footballer I've ever seen. Um, I already sort of don't give a shit about him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of, sort of feel like... Great. Yeah, get on with it. Yeah, great. Go score a lot of goals for Bayern. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, I'll always have a soft spot for him, but I yeah. don't right now feel as passionate. I think maybe it's part of getting over the breakup. It will come back round again. Okay. Also, just the way that Son has stepped up, uh, not just as a player, but as just sort of like an ambassador for the club almost. It's almost like he has been an understudy in waiting this whole time, which is unfair to say about his footballing ability. His record was insane with Carrie Kane there, obviously. But it's like he's gone, yes, finally, I can be the captain and I can you know, show what I really feel about this club. And he's doing it in such an amazing way. And clearly, what a great shout, because everyone loves him. All the other players love him and would look up to him. And 
you know, happily listen to everything he's got to say. Um, yeah, so true. I mean, I, I think I think we've I think we're incredibly lucky that somehow we've chanced upon this manager who's taken his whole career to get to a point where he wants to be, and suddenly all that is experience is benefiting benefiting us. And I think that captaincy choice is exactly that. Hundred percent, yeah. And even the the sort of um, Romero and Madison being the the other two, yeah. Like I think we, it was talked about a lot of the time, but it being a completely new era. It's kind of getting rid of shaking off the perhaps toxic past. God, it was um, so toxic. But even I'll be honest, even the way Eric Dyer's responded to all of this, I'm pretty. Ha- I like. I quite like. It's pretty professional. Very sad moment in that video the other day where it he said, "No sad, need to film yeah. me." But I still think that's like a level of self awareness is quite rare from a footballer. And I don't think he is doing a sob story. I think he's just being a bit like, "Oh no, I know where I'm at right now." I think is everything's been made very clear to everyone. It seems. That yeah. no one seems to be that fast about it. I mean, like, personally, Hoybier gets loads of stick when you're at the games from the fans. He certainly did last year for mm-hmm. passing it sideways, passing it backwards, which is how the game of football works. Yeah. And certainly his role. Now, I would not want to sell Hoybier. I mean, I, I would. He's an amazing squad player. What a great player to be able to come in and start last night. Yeah. But I get if he was like, no, I want to play in the Champions League, and I could start somewhere else. I completely understand that. But I mean, I think if Ange can convince him to stick around, we're not going to get a better sub centre mid. I'm not sure he will start. Like, I think it's Juventus who are interested. I'm not sure he's going to be first name on the team sheet there. And it might be that he has a more exciting ride, as you said it, and it's true, at Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, let's hope that's the case. And I thought he did well. I thought he was 7 out of 10 last night. And I think he was. I thought he was more forward thinking than he has been under Conte and, and Marino, not surprisingly. Yeah, I agree. Until about the 70th minute when he just looked knackered. I wow. thought he was great. And then he just seemed, we didn't have a midfield after that. Well, that coincided with like bringing a load of players on who haven't really played yeah. very much. And it was all like, oh, let's let's give you loads of chances. But I don't mind that. Okay, so I've got you. I'm going to put this out, I think, tomorrow on Wednesday. So I'm going to ask you about the Palace game Friday. Have you got that? I'm a Spurs fan. It's too good to be true. We're not going to win this game feeling. Yes. All <laughs> I talked about last night is how I'd much rather play Spurs. Uh, sorry, all I talked about last night is how I'd much rather play Palace uh, on a Saturday lunchtime yeah. than under the lights at Selhurst Park, where it's a bit of atmosphere. It gets a bit fiery down there, doesn't it? Yeah. So I'm not loving the idea. I'll be going on stage in Newbury at the Corn Exchange. So once again, but I'll miss the whole thing, actually. So it won't be like I go on with any kind of energy afterwards. I'll just yeah. be on with nerves on stage, just thinking, for fuck, what's happening? You don't have an, um, Apple, an Apple watch that you're going to get notifications on during the show. I can't. I've done it with England games before where I've, there's been literally been an iPad on the stage and I've just been watching it while That's doing the terrible. show. But it's awful stuff. But I'm not going to do it with a sort of Spurs, the 10th game of the season, you know. Okay. Um, but yes, I absolutely do feel like we will drop points because I'm I, gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, fan. yeah, I'm going to exactly. But I'm going to play the counterpoint. Say so we beat them in a night game 4-0, I think, last year. And they had Zahar and Elise and Eze fit for that, uh, probably. And now they don't have any of those players. So I think, I mean, Hodgson will get them organised, but I think I think we might win. And it's my birthday on Saturday. So I think Andy's going to give me the best birthday right. present. That's- yeah, okay, fine. So you reckon, we've not really, doesn't feel like we've we've trounced anyone just yet. Oh, well, you know we've, what I mean? really, we've really gone from one extreme to the other. We're due a 6-0, I think, yeah. We're going to lose 6-0 now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Actually, that, that was Nuno Ball. We we won the first three games, and then Palace away was the fourth, and I was on holiday, or I just arrived on holiday that day, found an amazing pub with a pool, like in wherever we were. I can't even remember where we were. And just sat, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever, and we lost 3-0. 
Yeah, I was at a funeral. Good day. Good stuff. <laughs> Happy days. But yeah. overall, you know, to conclude, what a time to be alive again. What a time to be talking about Spurs again and to be able to walk through the streets with our head held, heads held high. It's incredible. I mean, it's so much fun. Yeah. Also, you get way more sort of radio requests for things like Five Live to go and chat about Spurs. Oh, when this is going on. That must be amazing. I get way more texts being like, will you come on and talk on Hawksby and Jacobs or something like that? And just like, and BBC stuff, just chat about Spurs. And, and they I pay you for that? I sometimes, absolutely not. Oh. I sometimes take them up on it if I, you know, if the ticket sales are looking particularly low. Yeah. I think, well, we'll maybe get some Spurs fans in the area. But it is, yeah. And it's like also just really looking forward to the games again. Like, you know, a Monday night game under Conte would have felt like a bit of a burden in the calendar, to be honest. Totally. Because you get back late, you know, you got to wait for everyone. I've got to go and have two pints afterwards while everyone gets on the train so I can wait for it to be emptier. You have to do that. It and might, think, be, oh it might be worth asking, what is your your pub around the ground of choice? I'm actually an in-the-ground guy these days. I go to the little Beaver Town Brewery Beaver Town. bit in the yeah. ground. So I do that post-game. Pre-game, I just go to the bar near where I sit, which is uh, right. I'll, ne- I'll never say. Good choice. No, don't tell anyone. You never know. <laughs> all, all 100 of the subscribers to this uh, podcast might just... I'll be hounded. You. You'll be hounded. Um, okay, and let every, anyone listening know, so you're in Newbury and you're on tour and anything else that people can see you on? Yeah, don't don't come to the Newbury one because that's during the Spurs game, so you've got to support the Spurs. Um, otherwise, uh, I've got about eight tour dates left, I think, of the whole tour. So just go on my website, reachjames.co.uk, if you want to check any of those out. I think there's a couple of tickets left in places like Manchester, but you don't live in Manchester. You support Tottenham Hotspur. You just never know, though. It's the internet. You just never know. Yeah, and also, with how we're playing, maybe we're getting all sort of worldwide fans these days. You you might well get someone in Manchester who's flown from Australia, having listened to this, because they support Spurs because of Ange. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That's how it goes. Reese, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Make sure you go and check Reese out. And if not, his... uh, his social accounts are mad full of his uh, stand-up and Mock the Week clips, and they're all very, very funny, so check them out. Uh, Reese, I'll speak to you soon. Guys, come on, you Spurs. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.